0: So let's get into an informative and empowering conversation. Hello, and welcome to the Motherhood Village podcast. I am so excited. I have um, a busy wife and mother of two, Dr. Shivani, who understands the challenges modern women face when it comes to putting their health and well-being first. Unfortunately for many women, self-care has become a dirty word and yet another unrealistic expectation on our never-ending to-do list. Yes. She created her revolutionary modern Ayurveda program and fusionary formulas to fuse East and West practices for self-care care, digestion, stress reduction, and metabolism. Her goal is to ensure that no more women sacrifice their health for the life they deserve. I absolutely love that. Dr. Shivani, how are you today?
1: I'm great. How are you doing? I'm
0: good. Okay. Before we jump into the conversation, I like to do my icebreaker round. Tell me your favorite book or one that you would like to recommend or really any resource yours, someone else's that you think a mom listening would get some value from.
1: You know, I think if we learned Ayurveda, we would just completely transform our lives. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Lod is the father of Ayurveda here in the U.S. And he wrote a small short book called Ayurveda, The -hmm. Practice of Mm Self-Healing. And I love recommending that book because it kind of immerses you into the depth of Ayurveda. And then you kind of get to choose from it what you're going to use.
0: I love that. Um, Who and what, I say what, um, has been a part of your motherhood village Mm -hmm in your personal life and your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Uh, Very good girlfriends who are going through the same thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. I think there's nothing more important than that. I could name health. I could name sleep. I could name cribs and all the things that I researched and discovered for myself. But without those women, I would have lost my mind. And that's still true. We still gather and sometimes lose it about our children and what we're trying to do and how crazy they are. Mm And then we're like, okay, it's going to be okay because we're all in the same boat together.
0: Absolutely. I love that. It takes a village. It really does. And I think a lot of times it has come up in conversation that, especially for those that have transplanted here that might not have family, that it's not sometimes your family and that you can create your own family. And it can be friends. It could be coworkers, whoever that you need to lean on to support you. So I love how you mentioned that. Okay. So you mentioned Ayurveda. Talk to me about what it is why you believe in it and why you decided to create a business around it.
1: Sure. So Ayurveda is a system of medicine that's over 5,000 years old. Mm -hmm. So just like you have traditional Chinese medicine that has acupuncture and herbs and all those things, Qigong. In India, 5,000 years ago, this system was developed and it was based on plant medicine. It was based on bringing the body, mind, and spirit into alignment on following our circadian rhythm and living in tune with nature as opposed to battling against nature. It covers detoxification and us consistently detoxing the body so we're not inflamed and so we're supported in having a vibrant immune system. Mm -hmm. It covers a digestive fire, really honoring Agni and that fire within us that is our metabolism, that is our vitality. Um, It covers nutrition, what we eat, how we eat it, when we eat, all these things are part of the fuel for our bodies. And so I love it because Ayurveda teaches me the rhythm and the self care by which I can live my best life. And for me growing up in the West, I used to go to India every year as a child. And I started to notice by the time I hit high school, every year when I went, someone was passing away of the advanced stages of diabetes.
0: Here or there? There. Mm.
1: And I kept saying, what's happening? Like Mm -hmm. my dad is a health nut. We're selling vitamins and green juice in my home. And I realized he's a health nut because he's trying to save all these people. And they weren't listening. They weren't doing what they needed to do. And it was just so much tragedy. And I thought, wow, I already have this like weak constitution. I'm sick all the time. Apparently when you become really successful this is the last quarter of your life. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't accept that to be true. And so I finally got fed up enough in India while I was so sick. And I said, can we look outside these doors? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't there this thing called Ayurveda and yoga? Mm -hmm. And I just went on this whole journey, studying under all the gurus, trying to understand it and decipher it. Went to all the detox centers, trying every weird thing they do to you, detoxing fully. And finally I was like, okay, I think I understand the golden nuggets that I can show people so that we can truly prevent disease. And then when it came to pregnancy and motherhood, it was invaluable,
0: and I want to jump into that. But you said a couple, and I say this in air quotes for those who can't see this: sexy words of the circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and the other one was the kidney cic-
1: digestifier.
0: No, the inflammation. Those two things we're hearing a lot more of. So it's interesting that you're saying something that's been around for so long that could have fought these things, and now it's just like, oh, I'm inflamed, and your gut, and all the things. So two questions, follow up questions before we dive into the motherhood aspect of it. What is the circadian rhythm? Rhythm. I've seen it around for a few people I follow as well and kind of understand it, but for those that don't, and then what is inflammation? So talk about those two things first.
1: Sure. So one thing I want to do is bring awareness to how many things we talk about in wellness that are Ayurvedic. Mm. oil pulling, dry rushing. So people are coming out and they're like, this is the newest and best thing. Science is showing that we should do X. And I'm like, you know, guys, at least acknowledge that all of this came from an ancient system. It's from India. It's from Ayurveda. It's almost like how yoga is being separated from India. And I'm like, guys, it it is from that place. Give it the credit. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to circadian rhythm, circadian rhythm, if you can imagine a clock, circadian rhythm is just us acknowledging that nature's clock is the clock. Mm. And we can choose to sit there and modify this clock all we want, but that's when we create imbalances and disease. Mm -hmm. So for example, yes, we have light. And so it is going to stay bright in my home all night if I want it. But if we can wind down those lights, turn everything down, just like sunset is happening and just like nighttime is happening and sleep at night at the right timing then we're building vibrant health. Then we're allowing the systems of the body to do what they need to do. And so on the circadian clock, 10 to two at night at the top of the clock is the most important time to sleep Mm. because our pitta, our dosha, our um, agni, our fire within us is gonna then clear out our congestion in the body, clear out the lymphatic system and clear inflammation. Mm -hmm. So, so many people and moms work late, decompress late. I sometimes do that where I'm like, you know, I just need to decompress. All of a sudden you hit midnight. And the thing is you will catch a second wind if you hit midnight because there's a fire going and that fire can either be used for detoxing or be used to fuel you to do whatever you wanna do. And so what I teach is let's focus on de-inflaming the body and on our health. Circadian rhythm teaches to wake up with the sun, rest in the evening when the sun is setting. Mm -hmm go to sleep when, when it's nighttime, follow sure. the rhythms of nature much more consciously and much more intuitively. And that's how we win at our health.
0: I love that. And then I also read something. Isn't it true to also take kind of that morning walk before yes. the sun or the early rising yes. of the sun
1: rise and kiss the sun Yeah. in the evening walk as well to set with mm-hmm. the sun, release and decompress from the day with the sun, move into your Ayurvedic self-care rituals, enjoy that perfect, delicious sleep.
0: rise to do it again. I love it. And then talk about what is inflammation? Because that's a word I think people, to your point, it's either misconstrued or they don't know, or everyone is inflamed. Speak on that.
1: Sure. So the majority of us are suffering from chronic, (laughs) low-grade, persistent inflammation, and we don't even realize it. It's like we go through our lives performing all sorts of unhealthy habits, not realizing that they stack up against us. The way I explain it is, imagine if you never got an oil change in your beautiful car, and then all of a sudden, one day it just stopped working. It was giving you signs that it wasn't gonna be working very well, it was slowing down and changing, but you were not paying attention to all those signals until boom, you went to the doctor and they said, you have something itis, you have to now do a big shift to win at this problem. So every itis that any specialist tells us is just inflammation, Diver-ticul- in the like there's- diverticulitis, yeah. arthritis, bursitis, gastritis, My colitis. Mom has two of those. Many, yeah. many of us are walking around with multiple inflammation issues it's Crazy. and really we're not willing to jump in and address the root cause of inflammation. That's environmental toxins. That's poor sleep. That's, our diet our diet. Yeah. Which is a big one. No activity, stress management, not exercising and moving no. their system enough, not focusing on gut health, mm-hmm. not focusing on sleep. So that's why I'm so passionate. Cause I'm like, well, my whole family's diabetic. That comes from inflammation, stress and obesity. We need to do the work. I'm willing to do the work. What if I showed everyone, we can just shift our whole lifestyle that way have such vibrant health, Mm -hmm. and then it's not even a question.
0: What's the education, right? We only know what we don't know. And I do have one last question because you said when you would go back to India, you would notice that people were getting sick. Where do you think the disconnect happened since it did start from India and it was something that was practiced thousands of years ago? Where do you think the disconnect happened that even in its own country where people practice this? the disconnect happened. Was it the West influence? You know, we have the McDonald's comes into play, like all these cool things. So let's talk on that.
1: Sure. So, you know, the British empire did occupy oh. India, yeah, which is a huge occupying of the West into a third world country or sure. indigenous culture of some sort. And so I think that was the beginning of Westernization and modernization. And we really have always looked at industrialization as the best thing ever. Sure. But I think when we look back, we realize there was some punishment with that as well. And so, yeah, India is wonderful. Everyone speaks English and the whole education is English. There's so much good that came from that. High tea, which is my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also this shift that happened where all the hospitals are Western medicine there. All the doctors you go to are Western medicine. And so it just took in the last few decades a pivoting of where everyone's like, you know, actually I go to my homeopathic now. Mm -hmm. I go to my Ayurvedic doctor. And, and really retraining ourselves to, to go back to what it was. Respect and revere what was ancient, which worked for us so beautifully.
0: I love that. Okay, now dive in. So you're a mother, I'm a mother, this is a motherhood podcast. So talk about um, what Ayurveda can do for moms to feel vibrant and for fertility. I know that's a big thing. We talked about it. I have your... Um, Consci- the conscious pregnancy book that you wrote. So talk about all the things that Ayurveda can do for families, for children, for moms. Speak on that.
1: Sure. So Ayurveda can be so powerful when it comes to fertility because it is the system within which we are discussing preventive health. We're discussing balancing the gut microbiome. We're discussing bringing all uh, inflammation and all imbalances in the body back to centered and balanced. It's a lifestyle that if you can put it in place... What I always say to people is look, you should go to functional medicine to know what's wrong with you, but no matter what's wrong with you and what plan you put in place, you're still gonna have to follow Ayurveda's principles to hold all those results and also to kind of finish the last leg of the journey and indoctrinate all those changes into your life. So I find Ayurveda to be such a powerful way to to rebuild the body, get us nourished, get us feeling whole, so the body's ready to take on something like a pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And then we've got our self-care in place. We've got everything in place. I can, I can remember back such a huge difference between my first and second pregnancy because of how I approached it. I was going to say, yeah, talk on that. So my first one, Anya, I was just like, okay, whatever's right is right. Whatever my right doctor doc- says is right. And I don't know what to do. And he says, I can't work out hard because my heart rate will go too high. And so I gained 45 pounds and it was just a mess. And I just listened because I was scared. And I tried to, within those boundaries, live my healthiest, my, my doctor did say, you're one of the healthiest pregnant women I've ever seen, but I didn't feel it and I didn't feel like myself. And after I had my kid, she had a spontaneous pneumothorax at birth, ended up in the NICU because her lung collapsed. So in many ways, Western medicine proved their point, which was it was good for them to be in the room when everything went down
0: but what interference did they have to then need the medicine, right? That's yeah. the, the counter aspect of-
1: Yeah, but you never of, know. You never know, yeah. And so it was just, it was a, a whole journey after that. And I really, truly felt like having that first child, I felt like I was Tom Brady. I was so fit. I was so healthy. I was so awesome and ready for this pregnancy. I was detoxed. I had detoxed Ayurvedically for two years for that pregnancy. I was ready to have this healthy kid. And I felt like I was plucked off the ground and dropped into Siberia in the desert, no credit cards, no phone, no money. And I was told, please crawl back and find your way. (laughs) And it was horrible. It took years. And so after that, I was like, that's never going to happen again. We're not doing it that way again. I know better. And I think once you have a kid, you have that like warrior mom, mother intuition that comes in full force. Survival mode. You're in survival mode. Yeah. That will never be deterred again. And so when I had my second kid, I was healthy. I was vibrant. I told my doctor each time, I don't need to see you. You know, I don't need to talk to you. Let's extend these visits out and I will be doing exactly what I want. He was like, okay, great. (laughs) Check the
0: box and let's keep going. What was the year difference between the two?
1: Exactly three years. Mm -hmm.
0: And was that intentionally? I know there's also that they do say, though, no, because I've read in that they do, say suggest that I think- Two years. Two years. For the
1: body to fully heal. So I had waited for two years. My pregnancy in between was a miscarriage. I didn't know why. And then I got pregnant- My third, but I was going to wait the two years because I wanted to be healthy and whole and strong for the next year. Sure.
0: And then maybe just talk of some things that you actually did differently, other than going occasionally to see the doctor and you're like, I'm going to do it my way. What did that way look like? And how did that lead into you creating the conscious pregnancy?
1: I did a lot more yoga. Mm -hmm. I did tons of prenatal yoga. I walked a lot more. I worked out in a gym the way I wanted to. I ate so healthy and clean. So my weight was kept managed, which was good, but I was also dropping in so much nutrition. The focus was on nutrition. I focused on joy. Mm-hmm. So I took the year off and just, I think I barely worked, but I was like happy. My goal was just to be happy in this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. If there was travel, I traveled. Like whatever- You didn't
0: limit yourself and did what you wanted to do.
1: Yeah. As opposed to being like, I have to work. I have to perform all these things. What I realized was pregnancy is not a train wreck where we are meant to just- be a superwoman all the way through and go crash landing into that delivery room and then hope for a great outcome. And so I just did it all the opposite. I was like, I'm gonna chill the heck out and I'm gonna do so much self-care and I'm gonna spend such great time with people. I remember I have a friend and we'd have tea and cheese every day, every afternoon and just connect and be happy. We'd walk with our kids outdoors. It was just a blissful year. And I was so focused on if I'm happy, the baby's happy. Mm I used all my ayurvedic self-care tools to keep my gut healthy and everything healthy that I needed to. I slept better that time and so it all worked out much better.
0: And then your pregnant your birth, I should say in it was turn easy.
1: was easy. Yeah. So easy. Wow. I like laughed and he came out. It was like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I so didn't the, know it could be that different.
0: Um no and, and Truthfully, that's kind of what fueled me to do this. I was very, very fortunate with my one child. I got to have the the birth I planned for, which I know I'm very fortunate because that doesn't happen the first time around. Um, But I was like, wait a minute, if I'm empowered, why don't more women feel empowered? So I would imagine, was that the inspiration? That was the inspiration. was like, if
1: we all understood how to have an Ayurvedic pregnancy... We could have Zen babies. And part of my hypothesis was maybe what we're dealing with nowadays in all of, cause I had researched so much before pregnancy. My husband's seven years older and he is in medicine and all of our friends are either doctors or doctor's wives. Okay. Inevitably, just cause of our family and the circle we're in. And so I looked around and I kept watching them. Like, who's a great mom? Who's Who's got struggles with their kids? What's happening? And I just saw so many troubles. Like every household I find nowadays has one of the five A's, autoimmune, ADHD, allergies. um,
0: Neurodiversity of what? Asperger's autism.
1: Autism was the next one. And then there's one more I always say, and I always forget it. Um, But the five A's. And I have not met a house that didn't have one, including my own. And I was like, okay, this is obviously an epidemic and us as women have to sit there and fight these battles and and work to focus on fixing our kids and and that's tough. So what if we could have prevented it? What if we could have had a beautiful, healthy, organic, happy birth and thus this child coming out would be healthy and zen and then the rest of our lives would be easier because from what I see, my mom still worries about me. I'm 42. So if I'm still gonna worry about this child till I'm dead, why not? build this child to be the healthiest and happiest little being they can be
0: for sure. And you being as healthy and happy as well to live with them for as long as you can. True. Um, I mean, my husband and I, my husband, my son and I kind of talk about that now he's very into like, well, how old are you going to be when I'm this age? And I had him at 34, so I'm an older mom and we, t- and I think about that. So yeah, I mean, I want to be as healthy and happy. I think that's what all parents, we want to be there for our children. Right. <laughs> um, is the book is the book available for people to get Yes, it's on amazon i love it i love it so i want to get into your next baby sure fusionary formulas i know you've mentioned tea and um i had my tea time yesterday because of listening to you (laughs) um and it's so funny and actually i had my tea this morning usually i would go for my cup of coffee sure and i didn't deprive myself i had it later but i had my tea first nice so thank you for that. And it's my husband, if he listens to this, will come and he'll be like, really? Because he drinks tea every morning and has been. But you know how it just takes someone else or something? Yes. Like he really, I can see him looking like, I drink tea every morning. He's always like, you want tea, babe? And I'm like, no, I'm going to make my coffee. But yes. you, 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 we, we connect it. <laughs> so anyway, fusionary formulas. I know um, you have a PhD in Ayurveda. Like she, she's when she says she knows the things, she knows the things. But I know you did... Um, your dissertation or just yeah, on turmeric. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your baby fusionary formulas. What is it? Um, Why did you create it? And everything about
1: that. Sure. So I went on this journey to study Ayurveda. And then I realized if I'm going to write books on this and teach this, I better get a degree. So I did my master's degree. And in there, in herbology class, we went over all the herbs. And I was like, dang, I'm so lucky I'm Indian. I already eat all these spices, all these (laughs) herbs, all these things. This is great. And then I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get everyone else to do it. But luckily, most people love Indian food nowadays. Yes,
0: they do. That's another sexy thing. yeah. Yeah.
1: everyone's so into it. So I'm like, okay, great. So now let me show you how to do it at home. It's not that hard. And then you can enjoy those spices more. But when we got to turmeric, I was like, wait, this could have solved my problem the whole time. My family who was so sick, if they had just been consuming turmeric, maybe we didn't have to go down all those roads. And so then I embarked on the PhD. And once I finished the PhD, I was a crazy evangelist. Anytime anyone would walk by, I'd be like, you can take turmeric for that. You can take turmeric for that. My husband's like, if you really think turmeric can solve 99% of people's problems, you should just make your own. And I was like, make my own? Are you crazy? Like I wanna impact the world, but supplements? Like that's a huge, like huge companies get to own supplement companies. I don't know what you think I am. And he goes, listen, you don't have to do it. It's just an idea. And Adi, my son was one. And I remember I sat on the couch with my friend in Jacksonville and I was like, "Ragda." I have this idea and I want to build this turmeric and I want every single doctor on earth to never offer me an NSAID or an opioid again. Mm. I want them to also offer me turmeric. And so then all of us natural-minded people are gonna say yes to the turmeric, understand that it works, and all of Western medicine will have been changed because they will now be offering a Ayurvedic tool. And she's, she's like, like, yeah, okay. You should do it. Oh, she right. said, you should do it. And I said, well, the only problem is I'm this organic happy mom and I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. And yeah. that's insane. Like I can't sacrifice my children's childhood to build a company, yeah. but I don't know what to do because I really want to build this company. And she goes, listen, if you're walking into this open eyed and knowing that you're going to kind of suck at both and you're going to do your level best, but it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. And if you know on your deathbed, you'll not regret it because you went for it. Then go for it. That's amazing advice. And I was Like, wow. OK, well, I, she goes, would you regret it if you never built the company? I said, yeah, I would totally regret it because that's my mission. She goes, OK, then go. So I actually wrote this book during my master's Ph.D. because I it was busting out of me. And I had to get the conscious pregnancy book out. Mm -hmm. And then uh, right after it was done, I I shared it. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to build this company. So I researched, I sourced the most potent curcumin I could find in the world. My factory thought I was insane. They were like, nobody uses an ingredient like this. You are not pharma. You will make no money. And I was like, you know what? Humor me. I'm just going to try to prove my point. And then if I can prove my point to, to the doctor crowd, maybe I can build something from it. And they literally were like, you are pretty dumb, but okay. So we built the formula and year one, all the orthopedic doctors were like, "Uh, this works. We don't understand, but this works. And I was like, I just was trying my best. I'm glad I made my hypothesis true in the first run. And from there, I never changed my ingredient, my supplier, my factory, I haven't changed a thing because I was like, okay, well now I have to invest in clinical science because not only will I prove it through the doctors, I will prove it through clinical science that it works. So now we're at that point where we have case studies that are getting published. We're embarking on clinical trials on knee osteoarthritis. So everything I want is happening. It's just taking way longer than I thought, but I have healthy, beautiful, vibrant kids, and I've been present to their whole childhood. So I'm okay now with the fact that it's, Taken so long, probably cause my company's succeeding now. And so now I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. We have momentum. Um, but my goal is to show every single practitioner, integrative or Western allopathic, that we could be offering a different tool. We could offer turmeric, inflammation relief. There are herbs and spices out of Ayurveda that when sourced mm-hmm. properly, can create a result.
0: And I'm on your website now. So I see you have the turmeric gold because I want I want people to understand. I see there is it, is it teas? Are they, I see the deep sleep tea. Tell me about all the different products. Um, You have the deep sleep formula, the inflammation relief. So, and I'll be, so my father's diabetic. um, And actually he has, um, have you have have you read the how not to die book? by Dr. Something. It's actually a pretty phenomenal book Um, and very pharmacy, F-A-R-A-M, right? Um, Of eating and basically eating well and all the things. But there's a specific diabetes that is like one of the most dangerous that gives you the inflammation and the pain. I forget what it's called, but that's what my father has Mm -hmm. um, and doesn't take care of himself. And then my mom has arthritis and the diverticula whatever. Yeah. So what I get them like the inflammation relief, like talk about some of the different things and products that you have and are, and who they're good for. Are they good for anyone that has the itis at the end? Like talk to me about that.
1: Sure. So I developed turmeric gold for all of us who just wanted a daily preventive. To me, I need an immune system that defends me because my immune system never worked as a child. So I made that as like our daily, instead of taking a multi, I take my turmeric and that's my, like I'm defended from the world solution. I created inflammation relief because it has all the herbs that Ayurveda would have given you if you knew you had inflammation. It works like a synergy of herbs that work in a symphony to deliver the result. So it's in the right proportions with the right ingredients. So it's not just our curcumin, which is so potent. Yeah. It has guduchi, amla, dried ginger, boswellia in the right yeah. form. And so most people who are inflamed will take inflammation relief. And if they have more pain or chronic pain or a lot of issues, they take turmeric gold alongside. And we call that the pain solution bundle. And so everyone who's got chronic joint pain, who loses function of their hands over time or their back or hip hurts, they're all like auto ship customers of ours on wow. that combo for years because they're trying to avoid taking NSAIDs. Many people can't take NSAIDs. Mm -hmm. It's it's like too much for their system or they've taken too much over time and now they can't take it. Mm -hmm. So that's like the, the biggest thing that we do all day is chronic pain, chronic joint pain, Um, or anyone who has an autoimmune condition who's inflamed and knows they need that support. Gotcha. Then I made Swelling and Bruising Relief. It's just arnica and bromelain in a capsule, but it's for swelling and bruising. So a lot of people take that with the turmeric and inflammation if they're pre-op, post-op, or need that kind of support. Gotcha. So I really kind of built the company with orthopedics in mind and chiropractic, but now we're moving quickly into functional medicine, primary care, rheumatology, all the different types of practitioners are, are good for carrying it. And then after that, I have a formula, um, what else do we have? I have deep sleep formula. Mm -hmm. So once I realized that our inflammation, I can help your inflammation during the day, but if you don't sleep well, you're going to keep having the inflammation cycle. I was like, let me go fix everyone's sleep. And I took a deep dive into sleep. Now I have a lot of people who are calling me for Ayurveda consultations just for sleep because their sleep is so poor and they're taking drugs for sleep. It's a huge epidemic. So
0: my father's diabetes because he's whatever, now he can't sleep. And I'm like, dad, it's because of the pain and because what, now they want to give him sleeping medicine. Right. I'm like, no. I'm like, what are you going to be your whole body? Like, that's just a bomb waiting yes. to go off.
1: Totally. And, and sleep meds work for some people and not for others. I've met tons of people who are going down that line of medications And so I told this woman yesterday who I was working with, I was like, look, we're gonna go step by step by step. First, here's my four videos. Let me see if my education part works. If not, I have deep sleep formula that I built and deep sleep tea. If that doesn't work, I already know from everyone else's product lines what works because I'm constantly trying sleep solutions. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to fix their sleep no matter what, mm-hmm. whether it's something I made or something someone else made. Sure. I discovered a cream I love that I'm like, oh my God, this works, okay, cool. So let's add it to the toolkit. Mm-hmm. So I made deep sleep formula as a sublingual dropper that you put under the tongue and you get only as much sleep as you want. So let's say you wanted eight hours of sleep. You take two times eight, 16 drops. Let's say you wake up at three in the morning and you're like, I can't go back to sleep. I am so screwed. You take it from the three to six. You only want three hours of sleep. You multiply that by two, you take six drops and you will fall back asleep wow. and get the rest of your sleep. So I carry that for travel, yeah. travel will throw me off. Or if I've had a glass of wine or two at night, my sleep is definitely gonna be in trouble. So I'll take it then. Or I'll have it right there on my nightstand because I don't want to lose sleep in the middle of the night. Sure. Then I made deep sleep tea because I had a theory. Can we take the Ayurvedic herbs and give them to you in a tea form, not in a veggie cap, and still drive a result? It was just a theory. And so I built deep sleep tea, but I put so many Ayurvedic adaptogenic herbs in, it didn't taste good. And so I dropped a lot of florals on top. So now it's a delicious tea, but it has ashwagandha, it has brahmi, it has osmanthus flower, it has cardamom. It has everything Ayurveda loves for easing into a night's sleep. So it relaxes mind, relaxes the digestive system. So it'll put you to bed. And I steep it pretty strong. I steep it for like five to six minutes. Wow. And then I drink it 45 minutes before bed and then I cannot stay awake. So that's my nightly ritual to tell my body, hey, it's time for bed. Mm-hmm. Just like when we have little kids, we go through a whole song and dance around bedtime. Yes. We should be doing the same for ourselves.
0: I was going to ask you about that because in your presentation I listened to yesterday, that was one of the things. Speak on that. Actually, before we get into that, um, when you go to your website and for those listening, I love how you have here, depending on the pain that you have. So joint support, pain, immune system, digestive help, sleep, and... um, Hormone. Metabolism weight. Yeah. Love that. And then I love you have the bundle. So I'm already looking at your pain solution bundle. No, cause this is, this is real, right? This is, this is, this is real stuff. But for those, you have the restorative sleep, you have the metabolism, um, yeah, or metabolism. meta, meta uh, metabolism booster bundle. Sure. You have the men's wellness. I love it. The fusionary box, the tea time. Um, I love it. But yeah, yeah talk to me about like the routine aspect, because I think let's bring it back to the moms. I think, I loved how I heard you talking about um, self-care is is that dirty word. I actually don't use it. I say it's not self-care. You need to find something that releases you, that resets you, and that recharges you. That's like, that's actually the theme of my summit this year. I think that really is what you're looking for in whatever aspect. So talk to me about the importance of that and why sleeping and getting prepared to that, just like we, like you said, we would do for our children. Why is it so important for moms to do as well?
1: Sure. So if you think about it, most of us throughout our day are not in our, we're usually in our parasympathetic or our sympathetic nervous system. Usually we're in fight or flight. We're not in rest and digest mode. We are go, go, go. I sometimes will catch myself. I'm like, why are you so stressed? Like you're just sitting here eating. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm thinking about like what's next. And I'm like, if you're thinking so hard about what's next, just open your planner and look at it. Like, don't stress about the future, just understand what's coming for you and plan accordingly. But it's one of those things where if we're gonna constantly have these packed days, we're moms, we're entrepreneurs, we're businesswomen, whatever we are, if we've got so much going on, mm-hmm. we're worrying about another human and them living and being healthy, obviously it's hard to wind down. Mm-hmm. And so so many people have a glass of wine. So many people have chocolate or sugar. Why? Because in Ayurveda, sugar will decrease anxiety. And so a lot of times I have my friends calling me, I'm in the closet eating chocolate. I can't take it. And I'm like, I get it. How about we have a cup of tea and step outside in nature for five? And she's like, I'm eating my chocolate. I'm like, cool, enjoy it then. Like thoroughly enjoy the awesomeness of what you're doing. For sure. And let it do its thing. And so a lot of times we're reaching for crutches. Mine is nachos and Chardonnay. If I'm having a horrible day, I, that is my go-to and it, it's a, it'll fix me right up. Why? No. Cause that sugar will relax me
0: yeah.
1: and that salty, crunchy food will satiate me. So we all have our things, yeah. but if we're going to take the last part of our day, we could instead of doing those things, shift it to what are my nighttime rituals? Can I finish dinner by seven? Can I wind down the house, the kids, the responsibilities, the chores, the, all that stuff that we're responsible for by eight. Yeah. Can I chill out and do nothing? No work, just something that's good for me until nine. Maybe that's, I don't know, yoga stretching. Maybe that's reading a book. Maybe that's winding down with our kids. A lot of times I'm winding down with the kids and it's yeah. reading to them. Nine to 10, that final... Leg of the journey, I teach Ayurvedic self-care rituals. So if you could take the time to take a bath or an Epsom salt bath, Mm -hmm. super relaxing. A hot shower is fine too, if you don't have the time. Then there's doing dry brushing. So a lot of times I'll lay down a towel and I'll just take 20 minutes, 10 minutes. I'll listen to some peaceful music. Maybe I'll light a candle, but I'll practice dry brushing. And dry brushing you do from your feet all the way towards the neck. But what that's doing is it's detoxing you. Mm. And so oftentimes as moms, we are so outward focused, we're never inward focused. So I remember looking down and I was like, why is my skin, everything's just gone to crap. Like I need to really focus on myself Mm. and then I feel vibrant and healthy and beautiful. And that translates to the rest of my life. So dry brushing will detox the whole body, which is beneficial for bedtime. So we detox better at bedtime. Then I have a habit, a healthy habit from Ayurveda called a bhyang massage, Abhyang massage is you taking oil and self massaging with oil all over the body. Again, starting from the feet, moving towards the neck and being really generous with that oil. That can be very grounding. So if you use sesame oil, coconut oil, olive oil, any food grade oil, You're going to ground yourself into the earth. Your body's going to soak up that oil. Your skin is going to be more supple and healthy. Your joints are going to get oleation, which post-baby is very important. Mm -hmm. Talk about a great healthy habit post-baby. We don't want cracked, dry joints just from having a baby. We want to refill the bodies and refill ourselves. So uphyang is great. Then I'll jump in the bathtub and do Epsom salt bath, maybe with some essential oils then I'm ready for the most profound sleep of my life. So I have that deep sleep tea, and then I'm out. And what have I told my body since nine o'clock? We are going to bed. Sure. And so what does the body do by 10 o'clock? It falls into the most profound sleep.
0: I love that. And so- you were right in saying if you don't have time take a hot shower and all the things so a busy mom could be like like I'm a single mom I have like four kids like I need no yeah. what are in your opinion what are three things that an overwhelmed mother can do right now to become healthier to become more vibrant and to bring more joy to their lives if anyone could take anything from listening to our conversation what would you say would be the ultimate ritual in caring for themselves in releasing
1: Number one would be a hot shower before bedtime. I have like my high level, amazing version of what I do. And I have my quick and dirty, how to get it done. I take a hot shower at night. I use my heating pad in Mm. bed for five minutes before I go to bed and I have deep sleep tea. And that is also a guaranteed way to get much better quality sleep. And as long as I sleep my seven and a half, eight hours, seven to eight hours I am a much nicer person, I eat better, I'm kinder, I've got it, I don't have brain fog and I can function the next day. So to me, sleep comes first out of every healthy habit I can propose. But a lot of us say my sleep's fine. And the thing is, our sleep usually is not fine. We think it's fine. If you put a Fitbit or an aura ring or a tracker on yourself, you might see that you have a pretty low sleep score and that if you improve sleep, then a lot of the other issues you struggle with will melt away because you got really deep quality sleep. Sure. Another big one I would have is tea time is me time. That's one of my favorite self-care rituals. I pause every day. I don't have a teacup now, but I'll pause and I will just check in with myself. And as a mom, as a woman, I find that invaluable because oftentimes I'm just going and I'm not thinking of half the things I actually need to think of. So I will sit, tune in, have a warm cup of hot tea. First of all, it's going to keep me eating more on track with what I want to eat. Cause I'm satiated and warm and comforted. Yes. yes. So at offices, if you work in a business or a building, I (laughs) highly recommend tea. That's a good point. It like keeps you on, it keeps you hydrated. If you're doing herbal teas, Um, it keeps you satiated, warm, comforted. It's also a moment to check in and check in with your intuition and yourself and ask yourself some questions like, hey, are you doing okay? How do you feel today? Cause if if your answer is, I'm really tired, I slept badly. Then what are you going to do that night? You're going to do better things. Um, I always ask, you know, based on tonight's schedule, like, are you going to eat dinner or what's happening here? Is this a train wreck day? Are you planning to just crash? So I will then re-strategize in my schedule, like, okay, take that 15 minutes and heat food. Oh, you have that in the fridge. That's what you can have. So it kind of helps me restructure the day to actually be nice to myself. And so I pause for tea as my anchor points four or five times a day. That's been a game changer because now I'm much nicer to myself. I can actually remember half the things I that are the balls dropping that should not drop. Um, I have space in my life a little bit, even though the schedule I'm trying to run is pretty insane. I have the space to look at that and reprioritize. And because I can reprioritize, I'm focusing on the 20% that delivers a result and not the 80% of busy work that doesn't deliver a result.
0: For sure. And I think it's so poignant in saying that because truthfully, I think that is <clears throat> one of the hardest parts in the motherhood is because we're trying to be present, more present with our spouses, with the, basically our loved ones and particularly our children as moms. And in order to do that or what prevents us from doing that is because we have our brains filled with other things. So I love imagining what that looks like because to your point if you kind of even just sat and gave yourself a few minutes to drink the tea and kind of sit with yourself tea because it's healthier like you said the warm aspect for it. it's not giving you the caffeine and all of that um then you can remember, oh, I have leftovers. I know there have been times, and I'm going, and I'm like, oh, let me just throw this. And then afterwards, I'm like, shoot, I forgot we had this. I forgot we had that. And then you're pissed at yourself because you forgot this. Sure. So I love that it allows you to kind of check in. Oh. Um, and I was sharing with uh, Shivani before, in like saying, because I drink my tea, um yesterday and this morning, I still gave myself the opportunity to drink coffee. And I think one of the things I loved hearing you speak about was also making sure you're not eliminating or doing these like grand gestures basically of yeah. saying, oh, we have to go a hundred percent this way. It's like, listen, y'all, like moderation, it, moderation, add in what you can. I still love my coffee, Absolutely. but I had the tea first. I had my mint tea. And then I don't know, a couple hours later, I went to go get my shaken espresso from... SB. I'm not gonna say the name because you know they're not paying me for an ad spot. But um, <laughs> so yeah, then I want to have that later on. Oh. So I think that's a good reminder for and everyone. And you got to
1: just enjoy it instead of using it as a crutch, instead of using it as Correct. a tool. And hydration pre caffeine is very good for us. So there's a lot of things. You didn't burn out your adrenals because if we hit caffeine first. We're going to burn out our adrenals. And as mothers, we're already too go, go, go. So everyone I meet as a mother is usually a subclinical thyroid patient. She's burnt out. She's exhausted. She's got brain fog. She doesn't understand why she doesn't feel like herself. And I'm like, it's okay. That's all of us. Mm -hmm. Let's just backtrack into building ourselves as our whole original selves. I call it resetting to factory settings. I had breast reduction surgery last year and it was the best thing I ever did. And people are like, wow, you're an Ayurvedic practitioner and you did that. I was like, yeah, I'm the most anti-surgery human <laughs> you've ever met on earth. I taught, I thought about it for 10 years, wow. but ever since my first kid, I knew I'm not going to live with chronic back pain. Yeah, I'm not going to live with that neck pain all the time. And I did it. And now I'm like, I just feel reset to my factory happy settings. And that's, priceless. And that's really what it matters. Yeah. Just to feel like your true self. And now when I'm with my kids, I'm very present, almost too present. They're like, mommy, just go work. Okay. We want to be on our iPads. I'm like, no, I'm here. We're going to go walk in nature. (laughs) Let's go. I I have the energy for you too. I love it. I call it the last quarter of the day. Like that whole time with them. How can I be so much nicer? Because before it was flipped, I was giving all my energy to my workout and my work. And my last part, I was so checked out. But once you're vibrant in your health, you can enjoy that last quarter too and then ease into your great.
0: Which technically, and all the experts I've talked to on my show, that is really one of the key times to connect with your children. Again, we think it has to be these grand gestures and we do all these play dates and things and we're running around, we're really whether you're driving in the car, they said is another go, good one as, as soon as kids get older as well, but even before bed, as you're winding down, right? And they want to talk and to allow yourself to be more present. Really, truly one of the biggest times I've had guilt is during those times because I'm rushing him and I'm like, and then I pause. I'm like, oh, but it's not his fault. Like I was the one who put too much on my plate today. I'm the one who overloaded. And now I'm giving him the short, like, let's go. And he's looking at me like, okay, like, why are you rushing? Like, not my problem. Um, And I know the difference on the days where I've given a little bit more care and I'm more present and it goes smoothly,
1: right? Yeah. And we're not meant to be perfect. I have no, nothing in my life that I do perfectly. It's, it's five days, two days, it's three days, it's four days. I look at the week as a week and I'm trying to do my best within that week. (laughs) I have total moderation. I go 80, 20 in my diet. Sometimes I go 90, 10 in my diet, depending on what I feel like I can do. I follow the seasons. Each sure. season is different. I'm now looking at it as every decade we should treat our bodies a little differently and look at the template of what we're doing to ourselves a little differently. Sure. I can't be as harsh to myself in my 40s as I was in my 30s. I can hold a strong line with myself, but I can't do to my body what I did before. So how do I get the results I want but without the torturing? Oh, there has to be a new equation there. I love and that. so Ayurveda gives us a lot of those understandings. And then we get to just live that life.
0: I love it. So as we close up or close everything here, um, how can people work with you? Obviously, you know, it will go in the show notes, but yeah, we're, how can people work, work with you? You do coaching. I know you have the product. So speak on that. And then I always leave with some final thoughts that you want to part with the podcast community.
1: Sure. So the best way to find me is shivanigupta.com. It's Gupta. S-H-I-V-A-N-I-G-U-P-T-A. And you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all the things things as at Dr. Dr.Shvani Gupta. So that's a good way to find me. And I do one-on-one consultations. I do group programs and things like that. And then my website for my supplement company, Fusionary Formulas, is F-U-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y, FusionaryFormulas.com. And that's where we've got the turmeric and the sleep solutions and everything. And I answer that 800 number, so you're welcome to call me and and discuss what works for you. Mm -hmm. I love people understanding it, so then they... They get what's best for them. And then my final thoughts would just be that as mothers, we have such a powerful responsibility to these little beings that we chose to bring into the world. And it's been such a transformative journey as it is for everyone. And I wish I knew then that it would be so great now Mm -hmm. because back then I couldn't have imagined that I could enjoy it this much. And I really do believe that that came from learning Ayurveda, even doing yoga teacher training. I did that just for myself. Sure. But learning the right equation for me to run my life on has been the most powerful way for me to be present, for me to be joyful, for me to be childlike with them. Now my children are little authors and environmentalists and I get to enjoy these things with them as opposed to, I can honestly tell you a couple of years ago, I was not present. I was so distracted by what I was doing. And so that's my final thought is just Ayurveda, living a healthy, integrated lifestyle, understanding what our body needs and giving ourselves that is the best way to give our child what they need as well.
0: I love that. Thank you so much, Dr. Shivani, for coming on, for imparting your wisdom with us today and continued blessings to you for love and light. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this impactful episode of the Motherhood Village podcast